What is up, everybody? It's uh, midweek or bi-week time. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. Uh, welcome to Claritensic Classics, the show where I, your host, Jake Baker, watch classic movies for the very first time, but on the bi-week episodes, I'm not watching a movie. I'm announcing what the next movie is, so you have some time to watch it if you haven't seen it. If you're a sad, sad boy like me and you've never seen the movie, this will give you a chance to check it out. And... Um, I've been doing a little bit more with these episodes, and I'm going to do a little bit more with this one, too. But first, for those of you that just want the announcement, next week, the episode will be Raiders of the Lost Ark with my friends Zach Gibson and Joey Sherable. Um, It's another long one, like all my guest episodes. We just we get going, or rather, sometimes it's just me <laughs> talking their ears off, uh, <laughs> trying to be better about that, but... It is what it is. Yeah, it'll probably be about a three-hour episode. Um, but, I mean, it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Got a lot to talk about. Um, a little caveat with uh, that particular episode, and I say it in the episode. I have actually seen that movie once before, um, but it had been a minute, and I didn't remember some stuff. And so, you know, uh, with those boys, we've talked about maybe covering all the Raiders, or I guess the Indiana Jones movies, rather, and we couldn't not do the first one. So we did the first one. And, you know, it's it's fun. It, it'll be a good episode. I'm editing it right now. Actually, not literally this moment, obviously. But you you got it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say. Uh, I guess it's like uh, I should always say whether I recommend the movie. Yes, obviously. Um, it's amazing. It's a, it's a great movie. I don't I mean to tip my hand too much as to my feelings on it but I, I definitely would recommend watching it if you've never seen it it's an all-time classic for a reason one of the uh, definitely a case of uh it pretty much deserves most of the hype that it gets and so you're not going to be sad if you check it out um i'd be surprised if a lot of people hadn't seen this one already so pretty easy maybe non-homework week for some people <laughs> that are keeping up with the pod um, but it, it's a lot of fun. Zach and Joey, they're really knowledgeable about a lot of that stuff. Spielberg, and they're both music people, so we get into sort of uh, the score and talking about John Williams and all that good stuff. They're, they're great. Zach actually is the audio engineer for this podcast. Um, he's part of why it sounds remotely listenable uh, from week from week to week. Uh, and when I say remotely, I don't mean... He barely makes it listenable. I mean, he takes my awful voice and somehow makes it listenable through magic audio wizardry. <laughs> you know, I, I, I caught myself when I was editing being like, he makes this show somewhat listenable. That sounds like I'm dissing his abilities, which is absolutely not the case. It's me dissing my abilities. I would never make fun of people that help me out. Everyone that helps me out is a saint, and uh, I bless them for giving me the time of day. They're, they're great. Um I try not to be, I don't know, I, I want to make it clear, like, when I do self-deprecating stuff, I um, I just think it's funny. Like, I, I always feel like my two options are to be, like, super confident, douche almost, or I can just, like, make little jokes at myself. Like, I don't take myself that seriously. I mean, I, actually, that's not true. I do take myself really seriously, and I try to alleviate some of that by poking fun at myself. I just think that's... I don't know. I, I find it to be somewhat healthy, but I've had people be like, you know, you really got to own it and step up and act confident, which is like, I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's a way to, to figure that out. But in my head, I, it just makes me think of like douchebag pickup artists, like 
how that was popular for a while. It's like, oh, you got to like go in there and 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 tell the person you're trying to pick up that they're kind of like a piece of shit and you don't care about them, and that'll make them interested in you. I'm not I'm not interested in courting that kind of attention. Um, I, a lot of the podcasts I like, they do a lot of self-deprecating humor too, and it's just funny, you know. You gotta you gotta laugh at yourself every once in a while. You can't you can't take things too seriously. But yeah, that's that's the episode. It'll be like a three hour episode. I hope. Um, my hope is that because I've been doing more like biweekly episodes, the really huge ones are maybe a little bit more manageable for you guys. Um, you don't have to, you know, feel free to break them up into chunks. I don't expect anyone to, other than me, to like. Even I like one of my favorite podcasts is regularly three hours long action boys totally should check them out if you like action movies from like the 70s through the 90s it's a fantastic podcast it it's a little hard to get into because there's so many inside jokes at this point um it's a hard it's it's hard for me to recommend just because like their jokes are like you have to have been with them for a long time now to get all the references at this point but they're really funny and i i just like i i even that podcast, I'll I'll still break it up into chunks. Like, I, but I, I like listening to podcasts when I'm like gaming or just doing generally anything, cleaning, which is rare for me. But you know, driving in the shower, just having something going. And I I love it because that that three hour podcast will like last me through like a day or two of of stuff. It's just nice to keep me company, and I don't expect anyone to just sit and just hyper focus on my podcast for three hours like it's definitely not my intention you know uh yeah i i know some people prefer shorter podcasts and and i get it uh and i i like them every once in a while but i definitely have noticed the ones that i favor at least clock in at about an hour and a half routinely if not more and so i don't know it's just it's a matter of preference i know doing the longer episodes means i probably am limiting my fan base if you want to call it that to some extent uh but i don't really care i don't do this for any clout or any seriousness it's just meant to be fun like i'm doing these bi-weekly episodes just because like i want to keep in contact with people and keep them informed and i'm i'm doing concepts that i think are fun like for example segue uh this week i'm going to do so I watched uh, another podcast that I really like called Trash Taste. It's mostly about anime, but also t- they talk a lot about culture and stuff like that because they're from around the world and they're all living in Japan. They had this thing called an anime 3x3, which is where you essentially like make this like 3x3 grid of like the nine anime. It's not even necessarily your nine favorite anime of all time. It's like your nine anime that like influenced you the most or impacted you the most. Um I thought that was really fun, so I'm going to do mine, and ironically, I feel like a lot of anime stuff has been coming up lately in my life. I was on another uh, podcast recently by a local guy called uh, Brews and Views, which I'm sure that episode will be out somewhat soon, maybe even before this even drops. Um, Really nice guy. Uh, Just met him randomly on Facebook, and I was like, you got a podcast? What if we did some podcasts? And so we made it happen. Um, but we talked a lot about anime on there and it got me thinking about some of the anime that it was interesting to hear myself what I was recommending off the cuff because I didn't come in prepared for that um, and so it got me thinking and I, some people on Facebook were looking for anime recs I'm just like I'm feeling anime lately I've been trying to dip my toe back deeper into it I'm watching like three or four shows concurrently right now um, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just if you're looking 
get your notebook out because I'm going to be recommending a lot of shit at, at, during this. Um, and if, if you are interested in anime recommendations, I'm going to throw a lot of them at you. Uh, but first, I'm going to do my, my three by three. So let's get into that. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to leave that in, but I paused for a second to take a sip of something. And uh, I thought I started at the beginning. That's okay. Uh, we're getting in my anime three by three. I'm going to say I had trouble narrowing it down to, to, to nine. Uh, so I'm going to throw this one at the top. It doesn't count towards my nine. Um, but the movie Your Name, I don't know if movies, like they have movies on their list. So mo I think movies can count. But for the purposes of this, I'm going to leave Your Name off. And the other reason I'm going to leave it off is you can go to my YouTube channel and I have a video called Best Films of the 2010s or something like that. Um, and your name is on that list, and I talk about it pretty extensively. Uh, so if you want to hear my thoughts on your name specifically, go to number three on that video, spoilers. Um, I say, probably shouldn't say spoilers after I say the spoiler, but hey, that's where we're at. Um, so your name deserves a shout out probably my favorite anime movie of all time and it, it, it's just one of my favorite movies in general of all time uh it's really good um but so let's get into the real stuff i'll just i'll just go in the order i wrote stuff down because i feel like that's kind of indicative of of how this list shook out um but so first off i have the uh unfortunately english translated title of it is Rascal Senpai does not dream of Bunny Girl. Um, yeah, that's that's like the English name of it. I think I, I think I got that roughly in the right order. I can never remember. My phone is really not cooperating all of a sudden. Um, I, I think it's Rascal Senpai does not dream of Bunny Girl. If you type in Rascal Senpai Bunny Girl, you'll find it. The, I think the Japanese name of it is a little more elegant, but... Yeah, I love this show. I think this is one of the first shows I watched in like my recent getting back into anime mindset to where I started to realize that anime can be a little deeper and a little rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai. That is the English title of it. Uh, my phone started working again. It's one of the first shows I was like, oh, okay. So anime can be like pretty deep and interesting and I think in particular what stands out for this show, it's a show about this, the main character. It, it's like, it's weird. Cause like it, it, if you are very deep into the anime world, you'll know there's this concept called uh, a ha harem anime. And, and, and it's like what it sounds like. Generally you'll have a protagonist, usually a male protagonist, although sometimes they do reverse uh, harems or whatever. Um, and it, he'll have like multiple women that, he could potentially be pursuing or just that they're around and and they're interested in him maybe um this show kind of like i thought this was like sort of the premise of the show but it's not not to spoil anything but i think that's something that's good to know about the show because uh the show's broken up into like little chunks where it's mostly everything's normal but there's these little supernatural things that happen in the world especially the people that are going through really emotionally stressful times. And so at the first case is, is the basically the titular bunny girl. He sees this girl in the library wearing a bunny costume and 
he goes to talk to her later and she's like, Oh, you saw that? And you find out that she's like this like super famous actress, um idol person who uh kind of wants to be left alone and because of the feelings she's actually starting to become invisible to people and it's growing more and more extreme and like the first like three or four episodes is like the first arc of the show where he's trying to help her figure this out and navigate it and it's just really the character work in this show is 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 on a level that i don't really see from a lot of anime unfortunately and I, I don't mean to like hand wave like oh anime is a different thing than like just normal tv shows but a lot of anime is over the top like a lot of, it's a lot of anime i think is almost more uh, most adjacent to a musical to where characters a lot of times just say what they feel whereas in musicals they'll just sing what they feel um but this one's a lot more subtle and and i think that's why it really latched on to me like you think uh the girl my she seems kind of aloof and cold and almost matter of fact, but the more it goes on, the more layers it peels back. And the more you realize she actually is struggling with this big time and she's scared and, and you don't, it's not over the top. It's very subtle. And then the, the sort of the romance that blooms from this is really, really beautiful and interesting. And then he, he deals with other cases and, and like, I, I like that, um, instead of it being a thing where each girl falls in love with him and it's like a whole thing. Like he basically like, and this is like kind of spoilery for the show, but I'm just going to, I recommend the show wholeheartedly skip ahead, like 30 seconds. If you don't want to hear decent spoilers for the show, but he like, he's with my for the rest of the show. And they have like a really good relationship that goes through its ups and downs. Um, but it's just weird. Like he helps all these other girls out, but it's never like a thing where they, they're like potential romantic interest. It's, it's pretty fascinating. It's, it's, it's done in a way I've never seen before. It's, it can get a little dark at times and there's a lot of stuff going on with the other characters, like the characters that are going through these emotional beats, like they're not having a good time. So it's not all happy, fun, fun stuff, but it's only like 13 episodes. I think maybe they're, they did or are doing a movie. Um, it's so it goes down pretty easy. It's not that much of a time investment. I, every anime, as far as I can tell is like 20 minutes. Every episode's always like 20 minutes long. So a 13 episode series, that's 20 minutes long not a huge investment and I think it's totally worth it and it's really I love I love like down-to-earth stories with just a little twist to the supernatural just in general and this show really hits a lot of beats for me that I like a lot um and so I, I when I was writing down when I whenever I'm recommending anime there's two mildly obscure animes that I always recommend and that's one of them and the other one is the also sort of unfortunately named a place further than the universe um and that shows about these four girls who embark on this trip to Antarctica. And it's just a really nice, beautiful story that tugs at your heartstrings in a big way. Um, it's kind of nice because uh, it actually focuses on, on girls who are a little younger than the normal anime genre. Like a lot of anime, a disproportionate amount, it usually revolves around high schoolers. These girls are like more like middle school age. Um, and they're, they're, there's a, more of an innocence to them that I think adds a lot to the story. It's one of those animes that actually will occasionally drop like educational shit on you too. 
in terms of like how they're traveling to Antarctica and how all the stuff works. Cause there's a lot that goes into that kind of stuff. And I'll, I'll keep it under wraps as to why they're doing this in the first place. Especially there's especially one character in particular who has a really strong, strong reason for wanting to go there. And then the rest of the girls are the friends that they make kind of along the way and they get invested too. And they all have their own reasons, but this show just, it really focuses in on the four girls and all four of them have such distinct interesting personalities and they're so watchable and if you're someone that's like an easy crier like me it 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 crushes me like there's almost i don't think there's a single episode that goes by that i don't at least tear up if not full-on sob and then like the second to last episode is maybe the hardest i've cried at something in a really long time i mean this was a couple years ago when i was watching it but i just i love that show i know not a lot of people have heard of it especially if they're sort of more casual anime people um and so i really i'm always quick to recommend that one because it's so fucking good um yeah i really love a place further than the universe hinata for life from that show um but yeah it's so good uh if, if you like and I, I like these two shows because i also think they show a different side of anime that you don't see a lot they're not big battle shonen shows they're they're sli- one's like kind of a slice of life drama and the other one's like a sort of supernatural drama romance and it's it's different than i think what a lot of people expect from anime and so i really love those shows for that and i love the shows in general both of those shows are shows that i wouldn't just say are two of my favorite anime of all time i'd say they are two of my favorite shows of all time period i i'm i could easily say that all right so next up this is a show that i wouldn't even necessarily recommend watching these days it's more of a you got into it when you got into it or you didn't but i can't not put this on the list because of just how formative this anime was for me it probably is the most formative anime of anything on this list because this is a show that when i was young was my favorite show I was all I was like everybody else. It was I loved it. I still have a really big soft spot for it this day, even though I don't keep up with it. Even though it kind of is still going, ironically. Um, but if you haven't guessed, it's Dragon Ball Z. I was a big Dragon Ball Z kid when I was in uh, middle school and high school. I'd rush home and flip up, well, flip up. I don't know what the hell that means. I'd uh, go on Cartoon Network. Tsunami, get my two episodes of Dragon Ball Z in. Oh shit, they reset the arc. Oh well, we're watching it all again. Who gives a shit? It's pre-DVR, pre-internet shit. Uh, maybe not pre-internet, pre-me having internet, which I really still... Well, actually that's not true. I have internet now. Um, <laughs> update for me. Um, although I need to get a Wi-Fi booster to actually make it work because they put it on the other side of the house. I live in a big house and it doesn't reach my computer. So sad. Um... But, I mean, it's Dragon Ball Z. Like, everybody knows what Dragon Ball Z is um, for the most part, even if you're not that well-versed in anime. It's great. I mean, I when I was a kid, the Teen Gohan Cell Saga stuff really did it for me. Gohan was my favorite character. I think as I've gotten older, I still love Teen Gohan. Only people that watch Dragon Ball Z know what the fuck I'm talking about. But Teen Gohan I love. Um, but I love Vegeta. I love Android 18. Um, those are probably like, would be like maybe my three favorite characters. Um, yeah, I mean, it's Dragon Ball Z. Uh, like, if you want to, if you want to get into it for some reason, there's a version of it called Dragon Ball Z Kai that kind of strips out some of the superfluous stuff 
and streamlines it a little bit. It maybe is an easier watch. And they're doing Dragon Ball Super these days, which is like a continuation, which some people say is pretty decent. Maybe I'll watch it someday. I just don't have that much of an interest in the series anymore. Although I did watch the Broly movie in theaters and that was really fucking good actually. So I'll give them that. The the most recent Brawly movie was 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 really good. Um but yeah, I mean I'd recommend uh Dragon Ball Z Abridged if you've never heard of it. That's really a really fun internet thing and I still follow the creators to this day um with like the other endeavors that they're getting into. They don't do that stuff as much anymore and more power to them because it's really hard to make money off a property you don't own. Um, but it's all Dragon Ball Z abridged is great. And they, they finished up the cell saga like a year or two ago and it was really epic. I really like what they did with it. Um, I would also recommend, um, if you do for some reason, get it, want, want to dip your toe into watching Dragon Ball Z, what you should do is watch Dragon Ball Z Kai and you should listen along, uh, on this podcast called all systems Goku where these two guys who never watched Dragon Ball Z before, like these like 40-somethings, um, and maybe they're 30-somethings, I don't know. I'm old. I, I don't like thinking of older... They seem like older dudes who missed the boat, so I don't like thinking of them as like roughly the same age as me. Um, but they, they watch Dragon Ball Z for the first time knowing nothing about it, and they really mark out over it, and it's just really fun. Like I was able to listen to the series because I remember the series so vividly. I didn't have to rewatch anything because I knew exactly what the fuck they were talking about. Um, but... If you do get into it, that'd be a really fun thing to do. And I I think anybody that's never seen the show before would have a good time going along with them. And if you if you are a Dragon Ball Z super fan, I actually recommend that podcast wholeheartedly as well because it's just really fucking funny to hear them confused about what's going on when you like lived and breathed Dragon Ball Z like me for as long as I did. It's like, well, yeah, no, that's just... Uh, but I guess if you don't know, then that is really confusing. It, it's just fun to listen along. But yeah, Dragon Ball Z can't not shout it out it's it's iconic it's the anime that got me into anime it was my gateway drug to anime a hundred percent it's got to be on the list it can't not be uh looking at my list the next two are in some very similar veins um the one i have after that is Yu-Gi-Oh! 5 d's <laughs> not to be confused with Yu-Gi-Oh! the original series or Yu-Gi-Oh! gx the series that followed that no I wrote down Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds because that was the Yu-Gi-Oh! show. Like, I was really into Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Again, I'm sorry for people that have no- know nothing about anime because I'm talking, like, absolute gibberish right now. Um, I liked Yu-Gi-Oh! GX a lot. Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds is the one where they where they play dual monsters, as the card game in that universe is called, on motorcycles. And yet, ironically is the Yu-Gi-Oh! series where they finally started playing Yu-Gi-Oh! the card game in the anime by the actual rules of the card game in real life. Because in Yu-Gi-Oh! if you ever watch the original Yu-Gi-Oh! show, they don't follow the rules at all. In Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, they kinda do, but they bend a lot of the rules whenever they need to. 5Ds, I got really into because it's a little more mature than GX was. I like the characters a lot. Akiza, I love her. Um... And you you say is a really good, interesting protagonist. Um, the the motorcycle stuff is fun. Carly, I'll shout out Carly if anyone's seen the show. I watched that show through the whole thing. I was obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh! Five Ds, and I would say I was probably watching that show maybe when I was the deepest into Yu-Gi-Oh! The real life card game, 
And and that's mostly why I feel like I have to include a Yu-Gi-Oh show on this list because I played Yu-Gi-Oh like from like early high school, well into my twenties. I I still was deep into Yu-Gi-Oh. I would go to card shops. I would play at tournaments. My friends and I would play all the time. I would strategize. I was heavy into Yu-Gi-Oh, the card game. It, it's basically the one I've spent the most time on. More than Magic, more than any other card game, Yu-Gi-Oh was my shit. And I still like it to this day. I, every once in a great while, I'll dip a toe back in, see what's going on. It's kind of moved past me at this point, but that that show was really formative for me. And, and, and Yu-Gi-Oh, the card game, took up a big chunk of my life for a while. And honestly, a big chunk of my bank account. Like, spent a lot of money on cards that are not really worth a lot of money these days, but... I, I like that show a lot. If anybody's really into Yu-Gi-Oh and they maybe want to like go back a little bit, that show's good. I, I liked Five Ds a lot. Um, I was obsessed with it when it was airing, though, and I, I, I have to shout it out. But I mean, it's 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 a card game anime. There's not really much else to say about it. Uh, it it's great, but yeah. And kind of in the same vein as that, I ha- I had to put Naruto on this list as well because Naruto was like the anime that I got into after Dragon Ball Z had kind of run its course a little bit. I was hardcore into Naruto when it was first airing. Like the early stuff and like I watched it all the way through to the end and I watched pretty deep into Shippuden which was like the sequel series that happened like where it took place like a few years later where they had all grown up a little bit because the main cast in, in the original Naruto is like hovers around like 12 or 13 years old. But I was just really into Naruto. I think a lot of people, I'm kind of sad because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it as much anymore. It doesn't seem to be as in the zeitgeist as it used to be. But I remember when Naruto Mania was like huge. Naruto was, at least in America, easily the most popular anime that was going on at the time. And it sucks because the dub of it was terrible. Like, I think Naruto was the breaking point for me to where I finally started, like, seeking out subs over dubs. That's right. I waited this late into the episode to be, like, subs over dubs, but I am purely a subs over dubs guy for everything. Like, even even anime that has, like, good dubs, I tend to just do subs anyway. Um, the Naruto dub is terrible, uh, but I think I started finally watching it, like, subbed. I, like, bought some, like, DVDs, like, illegally off of some Craigslist esque site and and that was how I watched ahead and stuff but man I loved Naruto a lot I still think about the characters a lot a lot of the characters are characters I hold pretty near and dear to my heart uh, I was a big Hinata fan I really liked Tamari a lot I mean I, I like most of the female characters a lot um, but Gara was pretty huge for me too I, I really like Gara and I will say um, really early on in the series it hits it hits a really nice high point in an arc that's called the tuning exam, which is like pretty early on in the show where they're taking, it's sort of a, it's hard to explain, but if you know what I'm talking about, the tuning exam is one of the best arcs in anime period. Cause there's so many cool characters that get introduced. There's so much cool shit that happens during that arc. There's so many memorable moments, like the test, the written test part that happens, all the shit that happens in the forest. And then from there, we basically get like a tournament arc, which is the best thing in anime whenever there's a tournament arc. And I love a tournament. It's a cliche at this point, but I love a fucking tournament. And uh, the Gar Rock Lee fight in the first round of the tournament is just so good. I've watched so many AMVs of it. 
like when Rock Lee takes the leg weights off. It's just, to this day, still gives me goosebumps. I love it so much. Um, so I have to shout that out. It was pretty huge for me for a long time. I haven't given it the time of day in a long time, and I never finished Shippuden. I don't really know where the series goes or how it ends. It started to get kind of crazy to where Naruto was like one of the only characters that mattered anymore. Like all these characters that I met during the tuning arc, they matter for so long. But then in Shippuden, there's this weird power creep to where Naruto, he was just so much stronger than everybody else. And all the characters I really like stopped mattering kind of. And it's just lame. Uh, Shikamaru, gotta shout him out. He was great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Naruto's, Naruto's cool. I don't know how it holds up. I mean, it's good shonen shit. It's very long though. It's hard to get into. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I got to put it on the list. Um, another one I'm going to mention is my hero academia. That's one that I'm really quick to recommend to anybody that's getting into anime, especially for the first time. It's, it's a current anime. They've only done, I mean, they've done four seasons, but it's still going. The manga's still going. The show's still going. And it's really good. It's basically takes place in a world where um, I never really described what Naruto was, but people know what Naruto was. It's about ninjas. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't really describe Dragon Ball Z either, but whatever. Uh, My Hero takes place in a world where like 90% of the population has superpowers. And uh, that doesn't necessarily mean they're all cool superpowers. Some people have really lame superpowers. But in this world, being a superhero is like a profession you can go into. And it's mostly centers around this group of kids who are going to uh, a school to learn how to be superheroes. Specifically, our main character is Midoriya, who he was born quirkless, as they call in this world. They call superpowers quirks in this world. He doesn't have a quirk, but then one day he crosses paths with his hero who decides that he's worthy of inheriting his quirk, which is unusual in this world. You can't just pass superpowers down to one another but he happens to be able to do that and you find out later that's like how he got his power too um but he decides to give midoriya his power and thus begins the journey of midoriya to become the greatest superhero of all time and it's it's just a really fucking good show all the characters are really detailed and interesting like there's like 20 characters in the class and I could probably name, I probably couldn't name all of them, but I could at least describe every single one of them to you, which says a lot. And it's just a good ass show. It's, it, it's, it's shonen, if that means anything. Shonen kind of means like epic, over the top, bombastic, usually geared around fighting type anime. It kind of comes from Shonen Jump, the, uh, it's this like collection of manga that gets published every, I don't know if it's week or month or whatever, but generally it features like shonen anime are the most popular stuff. And my hero is like the best in my, well, it's maybe not, there's some competitors these days, but my hero is really good. It's practically the only reason I still have a Crunchyroll account because I'm like, well, I can't miss out on when my hero starts coming out. And I, I think some of the highlights of season three are some of the best moments I've experienced in anime. So I, I couldn't recommend my hero enough. It's pretty popular, so I'm not going to dwell on it too long, but I, it's on my list because it's, it's huge for me. I'm still super into it. I got to see like one or two of the movies in theaters at this point, And that was really fucking cool. Um, yeah, my hero is so good. And you'll find what's nice is you'll, you'll find the character that like you like the most. Like I'm, I'm a Momo and a Bakugo guy. Those are my two who I really like. I like Jiro a lot too. Um, again, the gibberish, if you haven't watched the show, but 
Yeah, being a Bakugo fan is a, a little bit controversial, but I don't know. I, I like the bad the I like the bad guys who kind of like come around sort of or they just they just end up having the most interesting arcs, I think. Like some people think he's a douchebag and I get that, but I, and I, I get like I've heard people make the point they're like I mean, it's not like you'd want to be friends with this guy in real life, which is true. <laughs> uh but they're 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 good. There's a reason why anti-hero TV shows are so popular. They're just more interesting characters to watch. So, yeah, I don't know. Bakugo, whatever. <laughs> Next, we're going to talk about a show that if I had seen it at a more formative age, I probably would have based my entire personality around it, but I didn't watch it until it dropped on Netflix. And I'm glad I finally did because it is still to this day really amazing, really thought provoking. That is Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, it is a very famous anime. If you know anything about anime, you've at least heard of it. Uh, for some reason, you're into anime and you haven't watched it. Totally holds up. Totally worth a watch. Very controversial last two episodes, but because of, I knew they were controversial and because I knew there's a movie that maybe not retcons the last two episodes, but adds more to it, uh, it didn't bump me that much. And I find the last two episodes to actually be really intriguing and interesting ideas. Um, but yeah, it's like a 26 episode series. That's just a really interesting meditation on like depression and, and youth and what it's like, like maybe like there's a lot of like puberty metaphors and it's hard to get into, but I mean, it's at first blush, it seems kind of like, Oh, this is like a mecha anime, but this is like, this isn't like the mother of mecha anime. I don't think this was the first, but man, has it been the one that I think has influenced people the most and, and with good reason it just it does something different and special and it deserves it's it's not it's not even cult status I, it deserves its iconic status in in history at least as far as like anime people go i mean it's neon genesis like it's evangelion like you can't it just i don't know i watched it and it really struck a chord with me i was riveted by it i'm so glad i finally watched it even though I'm, I didn't watch it until I was like 28, 29 or whatever, it still left a really big impression on me. And it definitely has influenced the way I think about story and the way I even write my own shit, like going forward. I, I really like the show. It deserves a spot on, on everybody's list. Maybe not everybody's list, but it hit me particularly hard. Um, I'm interested in checking out the sort of the weird reboot movies I'm kind of waiting for the last one to drop to just figure out a way to get all four and dive in. And that'll be interesting. The guy who created the show seems like a really interesting character. I don't know. Like, I mean, um, and just for argument's sake, uh, Asuka, 100%. Uh, I'm Team Asuka. Uh, just to clear up any any anybody. If you've seen Evangelion, you know what I'm talking about. There's a very classic... Uh, Asuka versus Ray, uh, very, if you know, like Velma versus Daphne or Marianne versus Ginger, this is kind of in that same vein. It's, it's the, like sort of the ultimate anime version of that. I'm, I'm team Asuka hundred percent. Um, but yeah, Evangelion's just like, it's just so fucking good. Um, it's so deep and it's so packed with meaning and it's so like thoughtful I don't know. Like, there's moments that some people have memed, like that are the very long. Like, there's like a part where he's like at a train station, and it goes on for so long. But I love that shit. I love the cicadas. 
I don't know. I could talk about even I could I could do a whole like five hour podcast on Evangelion, but I'm not going to. It's pretty popular, so there's no reason it wax poetic about it. But I really like it. It's on my list. Um, this one's a little more obscure. Uh, B got a HK. Um, Yamada's first time, I think, is the subtitle of it. It's just a random romance anime I watched when I was fairly young and kind of still not that deep into anime. And it's basically about this, like, uh, girl who decides, like, there's this meek guy who likes her and she likes him back, but she's kind of like, I got to figure out how to get this guy to, like, be better in a weird way. She, she's very, um, if you know anime at all, there's a term called sundere, which is kind of like, uh, it's for, it's usually for, it's usually, uh, it's for a character who acts like they kind of hate you and they're really mean to you, but deep down they have a soft spot for you. Like if you've ever seen, uh, Hey Arnold, I think Helga would be a pretty classic case of a sundere where she, she bullies Arnold and hates him, but secretly loves him. Um, Yamada is kind of like that, although she's not as like cruel or anything. Uh, she's just very like pompous and stuck up, but it really is like the shows. It's just like a 12 or 13 episode thing of her sort of like navigating her love life, especially with this one boy. And, and it even like, it goes like a little like further than you would think it would. Uh, especially for what happened, like, the first, the first like 10 or 11 episodes are pretty tame and like the last couple get like surprisingly explicit. It's kind of interesting. Um, but I just really love that show. It's just a nice little story. It's like a 12 or 13 episode anime. Um, just like good, good main characters. Uh, Takeshita, I think is one of the characters who I really liked. Um, I, I think I did watch the dub of this. I think Cher Melee, uh, if that's how you say her name, I hope, um, voiced Takeshita and I really I really fell in love with her as a voice actor at that point um but yeah Yamada's first time be got it be got HK I, I really like that it just it popped into my head while I was making this list and I was like that I really like that fucking show um so it's on my list um last but certainly not least I almost forgot it and then around the same time I was watching B got HK I was like oh yeah I gotta put this on the list uh, High School of the Dead a show that uh, is very lewd it's very over the top it's very unfortunately horny but man did I watch it at a pretty formative time and man do I like all the characters a lot um, Psycho is my favorite uh, yeah like if, if I'm picking but uh, it's like a really schlocky zombie, uh, thing it's like these high schoolers in Japan, they get attacked by zombies and we follow some of the survivors and it's just very classic. Like, I think one of the reasons why zombies appeal so much to people is it's very like wish fulfillment type stuff. And this shows like the ultimate wish fulfillment. Like you envision yourself with this group of kids that made it. And they're all like badass in their own way. Like Psycho is like this ultimate like sword master and she's just slicing zombies up and she's so badass and cool. And all the other characters got a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, it, it's like really ridiculous. And like, I, I'd almost be slightly embarrassed to talk about how much I love it, but I just kind of, 
I've kind of embraced it. The fact that it's like actually kind of it's it's like campy. It's meant to be over the top and ridiculous and like a little like uh, fan servicey and stuff like that. It's unfortunate because I think the person who was writing the manga like passed away like before they were able to get very far. And so even though they ended up adapting the show into a show, the anime is only like they only did one season of it and, and, and dropped it. It even like stops when it seems like it's just starting to like really rev up and get into like big world building shit. And then it just ends and it's unfortunate. It sucks. If I would definitely have watched more of it. I loved the show at the time. I was like week to week with it. I, I remember cause, uh, a buddy and I were both really into the show and we would like talk on the phone, like as we were watching the show together and then talk about it after and stuff. And I don't know, high school, of the dead was just it, at the time. It was really big for me. The characters still leave a lasting impression on me. I love it. I still love the zombies, the zombie genre, even though it's like really played out, uh, like the very first feature film script I ever wrote was a zombie a movie because I just, I don't know. I, I, I really fell for that genre and I know it's not very popular anymore, but I have a really big soft spot for that. And I love the stupid high school, of the dead show. It's really good. Um, I'm going to finish off. I'm not even going to talk about any of these shows, but here's a list of shows I have watched that didn't make the cut, but I thought were worth mentioning. Um, Pokemon. I mean, it's great. I love Pokemon, especially the first movie. Yu Yu Hakusho. That was a tsunami show that I loved a lot. Speaking of tournament arcs, the dark tournament is amazing. Love that show. Um, Rising of Shield Hero is a. Uh, there's a million anime these days about guy gets sucked into fantasy video game has to do the thing. Um, Shield Hero is the one that I happened to pick out that I ended up liking. There's a million of them. I'm sure you talk to 12 people that could recommend 12 different versions of this show. Mine is Shield Hero. I like it because it's a little darker. Um, Comic Girls, really cute, fun show about girls who draw comic books um, and manga. I just liked it. It was really pleasant and it was like very like equivalent of slipping into a warm bath version of a show. I liked it a lot. Speaking of High School of the Dead, though, there's a show called Killing Bites which is very in the same vein, very over-the-top fan service, overly horny, ridiculous fighting bullshit show. But damn it, it was so fucking fun. I loved Killing Bites. It was such a ride. Just 13 episodes of pure schlock nonsense. They teased a sequel. I don't know if it'll happen, but man, it's like a world where there's like human-animal hybrids and they just fucking fight. It's just ridiculous. And all the all the ones that are women are ridiculously like over sexualized. It's ridiculous, but I don't know. I had a lot of fun while I was watching it. Um, bleach. I watched bleach pretty religiously when it first started. I have a real soft spot for it. I didn't get super far with it, but that was like a late night. I think that was like an adult swim show that I was really obsessed with for a while. Can't not mention it. Raruni Kenshin, another tsunami show about samurai. I loved it when it was, playing back to late night shows i loved inuyasha a lot um movies uh the same guy that made your name made a movie called weathering with you that i liked a lot i really liked that show like that show i really like that movie a lot a lot of people say it's not as good as your name i think they're right but i think they're wrong in saying that it's still not worth watching because 
I liked it a lot. Like your name is like a 10 out of 10 for me. And weathering with you is like a nine or an eight out of 10 for me. I still think it's really good. Um, and I actually like the ending controversial opinion. Uh, a lot of people hate how it ends, but I fucking loved it. Um, and I mentioned code Gias. Uh, that's just a good ass sh- show. Crazy. You want to talk about anti-hero? Lelouch is one of the best anti-heroes in anime. Good mecha anime. Really good shit. Um, and real quick, I'm just going to run through a real fast list of like, whoa, why didn't you talk about these anime? I'm an anime guy. Because something I, I do want to say is like, as much as I love anime, um, I've missed a lot of anime, which is pretty par for the course if you listen to the show. I've missed a lot of really classic popular shit. Same goes for anime. I've missed a lot of stuff. Um, ooh, I'm going to backtrack really quick and say uh, the shows I am currently watching right now I'm watching Jujutsu Jujutsu Kaisen, which is really good. It's a good like current shonen anime, and it's a little darker than most, which of, of course I like. I'm watching. I just started watching a show called Wonder Egg Priority. Super fucking weird and trippy. I love it. I hope it is able to maintain what it's doing because it could be very much. I foresee Wonder Egg Priority being in the same vein as as Rascal Senpai and. Uh, a place further than the universe for me. If it keeps up the momentum, it'll be a show that I'm like, hey, I watched the show a while back and it really affected me. Uh, Wonder Egg Priority is really int- really intriguing me right now. And sort of transitioning to the shows I've never seen before, I finally picked up uh, Gurren Lagann, um, very classic uh, mecha anime that a lot of people like. I'm four episodes into it. I'm enjoying it, but I've never seen it before. Hunter Hunter, never seen it. Sorry. One Piece I was watching for a while, but I dropped it and there's no way I'm getting back into it. It is the lo- it's like the longest running manga and longest running show right now, and it's only getting more and more. It- they're still going. It's too much. I can't get into it at this point. I'm sorry. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I don't get it. I don't get the hype. Maybe someone should sit me down like a clockwork orange and force me to like it, but I don't get it. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Black Lagoon. I'll watch that sometime, but I've never seen it. I've never watched any Gundam shows. Sorry. Um, I've not. Oh, God. What is this note? Um, oh, uh, Fate. Fate. I've not, I've not watched any Fate animes. Fate Go. Fate whatever. Haven't seen them. Uh, the world is confusing at this point because there's a million spinoffs. Probably will never get into it. Uh, a show I will watch eventually, Full Metal Alchemist. I, I watched the original show back in the day, but I never finished it. And now they have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is apparently like the better version of it. I'll watch it someday. I've heard it's really good. Um, yeah. Uh, I was looking at the my anime list. I noticed Gene Tama is really high on there. I don't even know what it's about, but there's a mil- like there's a million different versions of it, and they're all in like the top anime. So clearly it's good. I'll have to check that out at some point. Worth mentioning. Haven't watched Attack on Titan. As of this recording, it is like season, I think, four is currently airing. It's just absolutely the most popular thing right now. I just didn't get into it. I'll, I'll, I'll probably watch it after the fact, but I don't know. Um, I'm as, as you've heard on the show, I'm woefully ignorant of Miyazaki films. At, the, at this point, I've seen Princess Mononoke and My Neighbor Totoro, and that literally is it. Whoops. Um, <laughs> uh, Monogatari, 
Apparently that's really popular. And from what I've heard, it sounds like something I would really like. Haven't seen it. Um, yeah, I think that's about everything. I was remembering something as I was talking about fate, but I don't remember what it is anymore. But yeah, anime list. Woo. I've already talked way too fucking long. Uh, this is practically a full episode at this point. Whoops. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're a weeb or you want to get into anime, those are my recommendations. Um, wow. I talked a lot. Uh, whoops. I was really hoping to keep this under 30 minutes. Fuck. Uh, but it's anime. I got going. Woo. Uh, who gives a shit? I'm going to end it now. Um, it's great as always to, you know, record this stuff for you guys. I, I, I like talking about this shit. Uh, and uh yeah i hope you guys are great i hope you're awesome i'm done uh catch you all on the flip-flop later watch more anime subs over dubs bye bye